You are now listening to the Gender Agenda podcast brought to you by the Pioneers Group, normalising female firsts through storytelling. Welcome to the Gender Agenda podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by Louise and Vanessa, where we will be discussing juggling both work and studying commitments and the value of relationships and authenticity at work. A pioneer is someone who begins or develops something new or paves the way for others to follow. I'm a pioneer because after three years of working within the finance industry, I decided to pursue a career in law. Alongside that, I create access and opportunities for young people from low socioeconomic backgrounds to gain access into the legal industry. I'm a pioneer because despite my educational setbacks, I have worked for leading global wealth management firms for over six years. I'm a pioneer because I create pathways for young people to access the corporate world on a daily basis. I'm a pioneer because despite coming from a disadvantaged background, I've been able to progress within the mortgage industry. It also provides support and assistance for many financial education schemes. With that in mind, we have gathered together a group of young women to speak about some of their experiences and share their real life stories as they begin to pioneer change in their community and their company from all walks of life. Those that have got first class masters in law and those that didn't do so well at college but are still striving and aiming high in their career. We hear from a range of industries and fields, financial services, banking, wealth management, the legal profession and big four consulting. We hope that you can stay tuned to find out and hear more stories from our local communities right here in inner city London, spreading across the country and globally where the conversation is being had online on digital media. Today I am joined by Louise and Vanessa and we're going to be finding out a bit more about what makes them tick in their day-to-day lives and their careers. I'll ask each of you to start by introducing yourselves and what it is that you do. Hi, I'm Louise. Um, I'm a mortgage case manager at FinTech Mortgage Brokerage. I've been in the mortgage industry for about three to four years now and I'm also um, qualified to give mortgage advice. Hi, um, I'm Vanessa and I currently work for one of the biggest banks in the world. Um, I'm currently working in the graduate recruitment and development team um, and I've been in this role for almost three years now. Fantastic. Now, you mentioned you are qualified and, of course, working and studying, that must have been quite a difficult challenge. Tell us how you got through that phase. Many. Um, it was honestly very difficult, I'll be very honest. I think it's because my job is very diverse, so no two days are the same. So I could maybe think, okay, I'm going to finish work at six today and study, but then work takes me to eight, or work takes me to nine, and then all of a sudden I'm not in the mood to study. So it was very difficult at first. Um, I actually had many times where I, I quit. Um, there's actually three exams needed, and I took a year gap between 
exam one and exam two and three. Um, that's just because I really didn't have the time and the motivation to pick up that book. I think what really helped me was when I finally um, kind of established what my learning style was, because I think I was learning in the wrong way. I was trying to study and read a whole entire book. So I started an online course okay. where I had a virtual teacher and that was literally so relatable to me. I was able to study. I was able to like do a chapter a day. And in no time, I got my qualification. Brilliant. And Vanessa, you work in recruitment and you work with many people from different walks of life that are aiming and aspiring to get that next step in the ladder in their career in the city. What motivates you to keep building relationships and working with the different clients and building that network that you have? I think for me, I've always very much just been a people person. I've always known that I wanted to get into human resources. And I think once I graduated, it was definitely recruitment and the learning and development aspect um, for me. I think in terms of motivations, me having that rapport with graduates on a daily basis, people that are literally just joining their first job and being able just to help them during that journey. Um, it definitely helps on a day-to-day -day basis because I'm passionate, I care, um, I want them to do well. Um, and then also just the relationships that I have with the people in the business, very different types of people. We have people in markets, we have investment bankers, um, but the relationships that I've been able to build over the years have, have definitely just, just been a, a useful and a great one for me. This podcast is sponsored by The Connect City, a diverse community group of rising leaders from creators in fashion, art and music, to professionals in the field of medicine to finance. Connect City aims to inspire a generation to rewrite their future and impact their city. Follow us on this journey and connect with us on YouTube, Connect City TV, on Instagram, at ConnectCity underscore, on Twitter at ConnectCity underscore, and on SoundCloud, Connect Community. And we'll come on to, you mentioned graduates there, um, a lot of our audience are in college, some in university and aspiring to join particular organisations and companies in their careers. So we'll find out a bit more about what it takes to be a successful graduate in a moment. Louise, you are passionate about building financial literacy, especially for those that maybe are coming from uh, underprivileged backgrounds, low social economic backgrounds. What motivates you? What, what, what caused you to start looking into that arena and educating people? Truly, um, I think it started with my university course. So I studied business and finance at uni mm -hmm. and um, my finance course had a module that related to financial services. So it linked to mortgages, pensions, tax. And I was just honestly so shocked by how little I knew about all of these three things, considering it's such a plays such a big part in my life and in everyone's life. Um, so after that, I realized I really enjoyed it and I wanted to get into it. Um, when I actually got into it, I think looking at my friends and my family and realizing how little they knew about mortgages, for example, mm -hmm. shocked me because most people I knew either wanted a mortgage or already had a mortgage. So if they didn't know anything, how would they know if they're in the best rate, whether they're getting the best deals? And I think that's really where it started for me. Actually submitting people's mortgage applications made me see the disparity between those who are actually buying houses and the ages of people buying houses. Mm -hmm. And I realised that it was very, it wasn't as common to see a young person like me and a young black person buying a house at a younger age. 
And if they were, it was always going to be like a small deposit or like a government scheme. Very rarely did I see them having like larger deposits or gifted deposits from family. So I realised that it's clearly something generational. And that's really why I wanted to kind of get in there and see what, try and make an impact on the industry in some way, shape or form. Because if I can educate one person, they can educate their daughter and their friend and their cousin and their grandma. And all of a sudden we have a whole community who knows much more about the industry. Brilliant. Uh, and of course, Vanessa, you're also passionate about raising awareness, especially when it comes to how one can have a successful career and those steps that they can take, regardless of whether they're entry-level graduates. What do you think are some of the things that graduates or those that are maybe starting out in their career need to think about and need to focus on for them to have that time frame of a successful career, whether that's five, ten years down the line? Um, for me, I would honestly say there's so much wealth in your network. Um, in such a large bank, um, such as the one that I work in, you literally have an array of different business areas, an array of different people. Um, you being able to utilise those people, gain knowledge, understand what these people are doing on a daily basis are really going to help you in the long run. Because sometimes you are going to change your mind about what you want to do. Sometimes you may find interest elsewhere. So having that network and knowing these people will definitely um, help you. Um, I also just say using your initiative. Yes, you have your nine to five, you're just like everybody else, I guess, um, but use your initiative, think outside of the box. What is it that you can do to make yourself stand out from other people within your um, business? There's always more that's expected from you and just being able to daunting um, for people because they feel like, oh, there's a senior person in front of me. What am I going to do? What am I going to say? But I think you need to take into consideration that you're also interviewing the firm. Does this firm sit right with me? Do I like the culture? Do I like the people? Yes, it can be daunting and scary, but you have a choice to say yes. You have a choice to say no. So yeah, that's, that's definitely That was point. honestly some of the best advice that I received um, before applying for jobs. When I was in the applying stage. And I think it helped. It helps because when you go into the interviews, it's not as nerve-wracking knowing that you're also trying to fill them out. Yeah. And also you get to be yourself. I know when you go to interviews, you feel like you have to be a certain type of way. You have to try and appeal to the company. And be like how, like how they say exactly. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. But then also, if you lie and you give them a fake, if you, if you if you act up and you give them a completely fake person and they like that person, you might realise that you don't actually fit. So if you actually show them the real you, mm-hmm then you can actually gauge whether it's going to be a place where you'll be happy in. And I think that's most very, very important, whether you're actually going to be happy at the workplace. So, yeah, definitely. It really helps. It's not so scary when you think about it that way. Thank you for listening to today's podcast brought to you by Pioneers Group in collaboration with Connect City. To find out about how you can be part of this incredible community of women, hear more stories, then please connect with us via LinkedIn at Pioneers Group or also on social media at Pioneers Group for more information.